What's going on, people? Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Capable Mindset Podcast. I'm your host, Carl Pinnock. So, what is going on, people? Hope you guys are enjoying this lovely grey weather that we're having now. It's not as, it's not as great as it was before. Um, so, listen, I'm going to go straight into this because we, we're doing something different this episode. Normally, you guys have to listen to me rant on about an issue for about uh, 15 minutes about how I feel about certain things and then kind of give certain tips on how to change that. But this this time, I wanted I wanted to offer a little bit something a little bit different. I felt that it was important to get another view on the way I see things and have a, another expert kind of give their their perspective of the things that I've been talking about going forward. So what we're gonna what you're gonna hear today is and hopefully for a few more episodes going forward. So I brought along a little, well, not a little friend. Let me change that. I brought along a friend with me um, who's going to be co-hosted with me going forward. And I'd like to introduce you to my man, Alan O'Garo, a.k.a. the, was it the AL coach? Well, the, you want to break uh, that down for us? <laughs> it's the alternative life coach. Um, yeah, the simple breakdown being, my name's Alan O'Garo, um, the, the Alan the AL in Alan is the uh, is the Al in alternative life, and yeah, I, I didn't quite coin a phrase from the KP ball mindset, but <laughs> yeah, I think we're working on similar um, on similar frames of mind there. But yeah, no, it's um, it's, it's it's good to be doing this. Um, I, I appreciate the invite onto onto the show and the exposure to the audience, and yeah, I'm just happy and excited about making some some good conversations no it's great it's great i mean we've had a few we i mean we've known each other for a very long time anyway and it's really it's really quite interesting because a lot of people who've known us from way back would not really believe that we would be sitting here discussing the things that we're going to be discussing this right is now. not the place <laughs> anyone would have imagined us no, no one would have imagined either of us being in this space but i think that in itself is quite amazing um but I, what i wanted to do is i wanted you to kind of give a little insight into kind of what um what what alternative life coaches is about what what you're about what brought you to yeah. it and like what what your plans are going forward yeah yeah so um the alternative life coach uh was a um a practice that i created um because i found through some experiences that i i just genuinely genuinely love helping people and and giving them those those moments of clarity which I didn't previously know was such uh, an area or source of fulfillment for me, but it was something that was discovered uh, and kind of left me with no choice but to to pursue it. Um, so I suppose I talk about my <laughs> my moment of, of clarity personally. Um, it came in quite sort of cinematic fashion, so to speak. Um, I was in... I was in hospital um, following surgery to remove uh, a large tumour from my back. And I was on a, <laughs> what can best be described as a, a morphine come down, thinking about Nando's chicken thighs, <laughs> medium. Mm, like, you know, <laughs> I was just just on this, this, this high. And um, mm. when I was, I was in, in bed and, what looked like a, a regular nurse um, that I, I later understood to be um, one of those Mary Curie nurses 
Um, okay. she, she walked into a ward of six and she's got a clipboard in hand and she um, she walks past the end of my bed uh, and I don't think anything of it and she closes the curtain around the guy next to me um, and it's just a curtain at the end of the day there's no sort of separate doors and so you can hear conversation and she com- confirms his names and some, some other details um, and then practically but in a quite sort of sensitive way says to this guy so the doctors have confirmed back to you that your diagnosis is terminal to to which this guy in a a slightly choked up voice you know quickly acknowledges and and agrees and 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 as a moment was, was probably the most sobering moment of my life to date Mm. Now, long before the surgery um, that I had, uh, you know, and my type of cancer, um, mm. you know, I, I knew that I had a high expectancy of success um, with the operation and little risk of reoccurrence. But in that moment, I honestly thought that that could have been me. Mm. I was, you know, I was so close to being bought news like that, you know, like being another name caught on a yeah. clipboard of conversations to have that day, you know, mm. I mean, I, I, I was really, really close. I mean, the type of close that, you know, when the, the missus goes to the shops on a Saturday and you think you've got the house to yourself for you for what you think will be a few hours. And then all of a sudden she pops back in after 30 minutes and the next thing you're rushing to pull out your trousers like a penguin stood in glue shot. <laughs> was that a full shop, love? <laughs> it was close. I was close. <laughs> and, and so, in the moments sort of afterwards, um, mm. you do that classic thing where you, you wonder what it's all about. Um, and I, I don't realised I'd been acting happy or even playing happy for most of my life, and mm. never actually really living happy. Don't get me wrong, like blessed with two amazing girls who mean the world to me um Mm. i've many a privilege um and yeah definitely feel blessed and thankful to so many people you know to me to list right here and now send thanks out to but after having those initial thoughts i knew something had to change uh you know my fate destiny or the the big man upstairs you know didn't let me down you know you know i was being offered um, a, a chance to, to to change things, and I think that was then further made clear to me f- through having uh, or being offered um, a chance to speak to a mental health therapist. And without getting the game into too much detail for for this, you know, I, I felt probably for the first time in my life able to actually speak to someone about me and discover my needs, which I'd suppressed and compressed into fulfilling other people's needs ahead of my own um and kind of as as our planned sessions were coming to a close you know i felt renewed and you know and i wanted to help others discover you know this potential alternative life that was uh, ahead of them and you know and, mm. and discover this opportunity so it's it's really come sort of full circle from being, you know, in a place of, um, of, I suppose, fear and then understanding 
um, and then renewed opportunity that I wanted to wanted to give beyond myself. And yeah, I mean, I suppose in, in later content, um, there's 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 human needs and and items that I'd like to have chats with you about, and and oh, one of them is like yeah, is the um, the giving beyond yourself. So that's, that's, that's something it's, you know, I felt that I needed to and, and wanted to, wanted to do. And yeah. And the alternative life coaches is, is, is what it's about providing that's that fantastic life option. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. I love that. I love the fact that, you know, I mean, cause it's always, there's always that, that kind of catalyst, isn't there? That kind of, you, you believe that everything's been great for that moment. And then, and then something happens and you kind of look at it and think, whoa, I remember my, my came, <laughs> mine was really a bit different than that. Mine, mine came from um, uh, during training. When I, was, when I was doing NLP training, mine came from uh, doing, uh, I remember we did a coaching mastery course and it was kind of backwards because we're supposed to do that after you've done your, your full NLP training, but we did the yeah. mastery first. So it's almost we were out of sorts already going into that because we haven't had the, the training before. And I remember sitting in the room. It was a two-day, two-day training. I remember sitting in the room, and um, it was uh, it, everybody was was having these moments. You know, I'm not sure if you've seen in training where people just kind of have these moments where they aha moment. <laughs> yeah, and it's just like bam. And I remember sitting there for the first day, and I was, I was, I've always believed I was quite open-minded with these things, and I'm seeing people have these moments, and I'm having nothing. I'm not feeling anything. <laughs> this, is, this, isn't, this isn't for me. Um, and, uh, so I've gone back the next day and we were on our last day of training and we're in there in the morning and everyone was talking about how great training was before. And I'm like, I'm going away with nothing from here. <laughs> Just shaking your head like, yeah, I'm like this, I, I don't know what you mean. I don't know what any of you mean. And then, um, one of the guys that was holding the training, um, he started speaking to, a uh, one of the, one of the guys that was holding the training was speaking to one of the, the students Yeah, and he, and, he, and he was speaking to him and he was, he wasn't even anywhere near me. Um, so they're speaking, Future, there's one person here, they're over there, and I'm in the back. And um, they're speaking. And I'm, I tell you, I, I, I kid you not, it was as if we swapped places and this guy was talking to me. And every word he was hitting was just boom, boom, you know, this is how you were feeling. And he was, talk, he was talking about, you know, how, how you feel people view you and, mm. and how you view yourself. And it was just like, you know, be honest with how you 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 view yourself and, and express to, you know, let everybody else know that, that this is how you view yourself and, and, and tell them that, you know, there was something along the line. It was, it was I think the, the main thing was about weight because this, this guy that they were talking about was dealing with, um, with weight issues. And I could yeah. resonate with some of that, but it was deeper. It was deeper than that. There was, you know, and... Um, so they, after, we, after he did that, that was like an exercise to show us what we needed to do. So he goes, yeah. right, I want you to go off into pairs, guys, and have this moment. And I kid you not, I'm not, I swear to God, I'm not lying, I'm not making this up, I'm not exaggerating. So we went into pairs, and bear in mind, we're all strangers. Right, yeah, and yeah. This, this guy started to speak, and it's, 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 it's hard to say this, right, but it is what it is. He started to speak, and I burst into tears. Man... <laughs> Boom, just went. And and I'm not saying like, I, I, I was almost inconsolable for 
I, it's I'm not bubbling, but this is <laughs> very close to it for, for, for way over an hour. Oh, like I'd stop and I'd start again. I'd stop and I'd start again because it was just realizations of like, this isn't how you're supposed to be living. There's things you need to do. You need to change some things. This is not yes. how you're supposed to live. You're, you're supposed to be living in love. You have to change these things. There's conversations you need to have. You need to stay, lay some things to rest. You need to let people know how you feel. You need to do yeah. this. And it was just all just bubbling up. And it was at that moment after we did, after that, and I managed to bring myself back into a normal state of mind. I was like, this is, this is what I need to be doing. This is this right here. And then we had the training afterwards and it just reassured. We, we did it and it was reassured. So yeah, I know, I can understand that moment where it just, this is where I, I need maybe, to be. Maybe the morphine and the thoughts of Nando's kept me away from tears. <laughs> <laughs> but it was, it was so strange. It was so strange because not only was I, not only was, not only was I um, amongst so strangers, I'm not that guy, I don't cry at, just anything. Don't cry. This is, this is news, I was, man. I was, when I, I say, like, I, I remember I, I cried through the whole session. I felt so bad because the guy didn't get to do anything. All he did with me was hold space, which is fantastic. But he just held space, brilliant. right? Yeah. Um, and I was, and I was just saying to him, I need to have so many conversations. I need to have so many conversations. And he was like, look, just, just take your time. Just take your time. For the whole, that was about, that was about 20 minutes, 25 minutes, just trying to, con you know, console myself and then go again. And then we left. We left out to break the, like, dinghy. And I was speaking to my colleague who was with me. And she was like, what happened? Boom. Went again. And I just, it was just, I just couldn't. I went out to go out and have a smoke and just really gather myself. And it was, it was a lot on and off. It felt like, nah, let's be honest, it was about 35 to 40 minutes. It's on and off, on and off. This is realization of realization. But what was what was great is that I, it was because, and this is something I feel is really important, um, and we'll probably get into this as we as we go on. Is when you are when when you are, it, it's really important to give people that space to feel vulnerable. You know, Definitely. give them that space to to just kind of be vulnerable. Because and and that that was what I had, and I feel that's why I was able to do that. Because because once I had that opportunity to be, I was like, this is really who I am like don't be ashamed of this emotion don't be ashamed of this feeling and there's, there's you know and there's a there's a lot that can be done when you are truly in touch with how you feel about things you know well, that's exactly where I was feeling when I was actually I say when I actually spoken to this therapist it was I believe the first time that I was actually able to let go and feel vulnerable to someone and it's I've, I've never felt like you know I could speak to someone and actually just tell them everything and anything without fear or judgment or mm. potential future leverage and it just it just when it once it started it just came out and it felt good for it to come out and it was that realization that wow hold on like this is me tapping into me this is what I actually want and need and this is the way I want to be living before we get so caught up in this autopilot noise of life of what mm. society kind of tells us we should be doing. Um, we've got parents are doing things. We've got friendship groups that we're looking at and everyone's encouraging each other along the same road of, right, you need to be educated. Then you need to find yourself a, you know, a, good partner you need to 
get married, you need to have a successful job. And I mean, there's obviously there's different um, issues that come with males specifically in their own mm. challenges. Um, but, but ultimately, we've got this this utopia that we believe is at the end of attaining all these things, the car, the house, the, the relationship. And we, we kind of get to the end of the game, but you think, oh, I've completed it now. I am happy. Hmm. And you're sitting there kind of looking around thinking, all right, when's this happy thing going to start? <laughs> when's that kick in? When's, when's, that, when's that happen? I've clocked this game yeah. now. It's, it's, and, what's happening? And, and hmm. you know, it was the, I think the realisation for me, uh, being about life uh, and, yeah, life being about an awareness of enjoying the, the, the journey. Like, it, this isn't a game that we want to be, you know, running to complete. Like, mm. it's, it's all about our journey. And so live the life that, that you want to. There's planning, obviously, and there's responsible, but you've got to be setting yourself up and be actively thinking about how am I, am I are the things I'm doing working towards living the life that I want? And that's what I found. I was doing a lot of avoiding of, I was pleasing everybody else. And, you know, I, I, I'm a natural people pleaser. I like to make other people mm. happy. So, yeah. you know, gifting things was like, wow, if I can make you happy, I can do this. But it gets to a point where you've got to, You've got to fill your own cup. <laughs> yes, that, that's so important. You do. You, I know a lot of people tend to, and I, I know we all kind of do it because we don't, you know, but we, we don't live. We live a life to like somebody else's criteria. You know, so you're, you're following, you're following the list, these list of things that you're supposed to do, and it's not necessarily, yeah. yeah, this this checklist that's been. It's not even. It's not really been given to you. It's there, and people believe that this is what we yeah. need to follow. But it, well, it's, it's the majority of people out there doing it. You think yeah. I need to do this as well, and. You know, if we had the, um, if we maintain the curiosity that we had when we were a kid, and that yeah. um, same desire just to to do the thing that we actually love doing, then I think a lot of pressures and a lot of, well, I say, symptoms of mental health, etc., and would all, all kind of disappear to a degree. Yeah, mm. there was exactly that, the fearless of mm. people living as they truly should be and, 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 and are, are destined to, to live. Mm. Like, there's nothing like realising that happiness and going, actually, no, I really love music. Like, I don't, I don't enjoy it, I don't play it, I don't make it enough mm. because, you know, I believe my job is more, more important. Well, take some active steps to to change that like it could be micro steps but it's just mm. something and, and and build on that like make the time and the space for it yeah it's about doing that that thing that kind of fills the cup on that for for that period of time because what you said there is going to be quite interesting that like, your job gets in the way because a lot of people kind of have this job it's, it's and again it's that criteria where you're um where, where right, I have to do this, I need to provide. And it's fine, you are supposed to provide, but it's like, I won't allow anything to get in the way of this, this, you know, this, this thing I have to do to, yeah. to keep the family ticket. It's not, I, I can't have any fun because that messes mm. everything up. I can't, you know, and they get stuck in this, well, you know, that's not gonna, 
do anything for me. I'm not going to spend any time on that. I'm not going to spend any time on this. I need to just focus on this. And you're not happy. Yeah. You're, you're not happy in that space at all. And it's you don't see the tangible result of that thing. Because it's, mm. it's, it almost feels selfish, like me doing something for me with mm. no regard for for anybody else. Like, or it's not actually pleasing or ticking anyone else's boxes. This is me being selfish towards my own happiness. And mm. It's always about degrees of that, but yes, like it, they're, they're needed. And that is, I think it's just um, wakening ourselves up to that. We are a priority and that it's, it's acceptable to, mm. to, to have those needs and, and actually fulfill them. And then that doesn't mean through full sacrifice of everything else. It's just, okay, this is the dedicated time that I'm putting towards it. So going, going back a little bit, because I know we, we spoke before briefly about, because um, I know that you, you had your moment, you decided like everybody needs to be able to live this alternative life and wanted to be yeah. able to, 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 to help people with that. Are you, are you able, because we spoke a little bit earlier, you were going through um, your, like the model that you kind of work off to kind of help people address those situations. Yeah. Are you able to kind of touch on some of that? Yeah, so I mean, there's... Um a solution or uh, a model um, of almost the or a flow chart of, of how everything kind of comes together. And I suppose it underpins the, the, the basis of um, our, our results effectively. So uh, mm. it's an acronym. Um, love an acronym. <laughs> Gotta love an acronym. I can't even say yeah. the word at the moment. I've been yeah. messing up my my speech has been messed up for the last couple of days. I don't know why. Please excuse me, people. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> and so the acronym, um, which doesn't make much sense, so, but it, it it is what it is. It's it's cut far. So C U T F A R, and and the the, the C. Uh, stands for circumstances and uh, this this model this solution is applicable um, on, on all levels um, so for, for any result that we get this is where things start and then they work themselves through to to the end result um, so the C standing for, for circumstances which are almost independent things that we we can't control they are fundam fundamentally just facts of of life that we have to deal with. They could be someone has said something that we didn't like. We, we can't undo that. It is just a, it's just a fact it's been said. And now it comes about what we're going to do with that as a, um, as, as the next step. So subconsciously our mind like races to uh, assess that circumstance to try and make sense of it. And so, you know, we try to, understand it um, being the, the second part and our our mechanism for doing that is our thoughts and that's that's the t aspect you know in mm. and, our, and our thoughts help us to interpret those circumstances so that we can get yeah, understand them and then act upon them now with any thought um we, we have i can't remember the number i think it's something silly like remember, 14,000 thoughts a day. Those, those thoughts vary uh, in degrees of uh, impacting our, our feelings. And it's, it's, it's our feelings 
that are always behind our our actions. These are our feelings drive our actions. We only do anything when we are motivated enough by our feelings to do so. If, if someone mm-hmm. tells you, oh, can you uh, make your bed? If, if you don't feel like it, <laughs> then you're not going <laughs> to do the action. Like it's, it becomes that sort of simple. Uh, and then ultimately, like with any action that we do, you end up with a result. You either mm. made your bed or you didn't. Mm. And so the um, people try, People, we all want results. We all look at life, we all see the results that we want. We see the, the, the house that we want, the car that we want, the, the partner that we want. We all see the results. And a lot of the time we kind of just go back to the action and we try and change the action. It could be, or even the result of maybe stopping smoking, for example. Mm-hmm. We think, okay, well, this is how I'm going to fix this. I'm smoking at the moment and I don't want to smoke anymore. So I'm going to stop smoking. Mm. And we think that's fine. And that might work for an hour. It might work for a day. You might get a week out of it. You might get a month out of it, but you may slowly come back to the end result of starting to smoke again. Mm. And it's, it's because we haven't gone far enough back in that cycle to understand why we're smoking and what it is that's, that's driving that and from what feelings we can um, we can impart on ourselves to generate different actions. So hmm. instead of stepping back from the result of smoking just to trying to stop smoking, we need to go back to, to the thought part, which hmm. is, okay, why, why am I smoking? What is driving the smoking? Is it the, the circumstances that I put myself in? Some people are just occasional smokers. Some people... Hmm are habit smokers you know it's it's the the thoughts about it and then actually what feeling does it give me well i find it de-stresses me i find that i'm um i'm more sociable when i'm when i'm doing so Mm. so it's it's trying to change our our thoughts how how can i achieve more of a better social balance without the smoking aspect you know could I try I don't know occupy my time with a, a sport or a book or a another a food substitute or, or, or something that would actually change the thoughts and mm. give me a better sense of feeling to to overcome and it's sure. just it's yeah. you have to take things back to you know we want to change um the vibrations within us that motivate mm. the actions and and that's and that's true for you know, like say since we were babies, like the things that motivated us to to actually start moving, you know, we're watching them. parents or adults, you know, get from A to B a lot mm. quicker than we're able to. And, you know, you watch, you watch, you know, not newborns, but relatively young infants um, when they're actually attempting to, to actually crawl and mm. the, the, anger sometimes to motivation you can you can see them like building everything up there's nothing more important than Mm. than this thing right now apart apart from actually moving and and it's actually it's the the feeling this the desire that's actually generating the action and the results and 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 that's Mm. that's what i kind of i look at as a 
as a solution okay. for, for everyone. This, I was just trying to bring everyone back to, to, to that analogy and then try and discover what the thoughts are actually setting off and you know, generating our feelings, keeping mm. our actions and providing there's our some, results. There's something similar in, in what you're saying there to um, like the logical levels, the, the, the NLP logical levels, whereas yes. you, can't, you can't expect to change behaviour at the level of behaviour. <laughs> You know, you yeah. kind of have to look a little bit more into that. You can't, so it's like if you've got an alcoholic who, you know, you can't just say, oh, right, so their behavior is they drink a lot. You don't just tell them stop drinking. Yes, you know? exactly that. <laughs> you, have to, you have to kind of look into it a little bit deeper than that and just kind of say, okay, so what is it, you know, what's what's triggering you to, um, what what brings about the feeling who will need to, to have a drink? Where are you at? And, you know, you can either go down to dealing with it from a, um, from a, a, an environmental point of view you know what's their environment like where you can kind of take it up above and, and look at it from a you know beliefs and values and, and things like that and then you can address it at that level but you can never really hit the behavior at, at behavior it doesn't it doesn't work doesn't, doesn't work and it's you know and sometimes we're kind of we're we've taught that's you know what you need to do some people kind of mm. think ah oh, well what do you mean you can't stop smoking just don't buy them and that's it, you know, and mm. there's almost a, a behavior shaming that goes on. Like I should just be able to do this like this. Yeah. So that's, that's, that goes with a lot of things. That's, that's something I, I find is um, uh, an attitude towards things like depression and mental health is that just stop feeling that way. Um, and nobody wants to look any deeper than that. Everybody's like, Oh, you, you feel tired and get some rest and then you'll be back, you know, Oh, just get up and do this. You're, you're, you know, no one wants to look any deeper than what it is that brings about that feeling in the first place. As I say to anybody else, uh, anyone dealing with depression wants nothing more than to be able to get up and go and do something that's that's the whole reason why this is not just laziness this is this is depression this is why it needs to be handled in a different way but no i love that man i love that model so so going on from that what's the what i like to ask most people anyways like so what's the dream on from that where what are you well you've, the, got, you've, you've got you've had your moment you've had your moment you've had your um you've had you, you've had your breakthrough moment you've yeah you've discovered your model so, like, what are we? What's the what's the the, the the end goal or the goal now with that? Well, the the goal for me is if if there are I can't put a number on it, but a a number of people um, who are working with me alongside me, delivering the same type of message or offering the same sort of service out there to as many people and as wide a following as possible. Hmm. It's, it's something that I wish everyone has and I think or has a, a, a desire a certain desire that you know that there are not everyone lacks a fulfillment um, there's lots of people who are fulfilling their you know their, their hopes and their dreams and that's that's absolutely brilliant but I think there's a large majority uh, of people who are who are missing missing out and I hope that people don't have to end up waiting you know, to be in almost tragic circumstances before they have this awakening. And it's a, it's such a, it feels like such a relief. And it's the, I can only describe for me as the aha moments. And it, it can be as small within your life um, and they can be as, as, as life changing as you kind of want them to be. But there was, there's so much to get out and so many different ways of, of doing it. It's mm. opening up ourselves to be able to want to experience it and know that there's there's an option. 
Yeah, I love that. I love that. That's that. Yeah, that kind of brings me back to again. You're making me rem- reminisce over all the things that have kind of brought me to where I am, and it's, it's just yeah. seeing, knowing, knowing, like seeing how powerful what you've experienced is. Being able to, you know, have that experience, like for me again with the with my training and and go and seeing how powerful coaching can be for some individuals. When you see somebody have a great breakthrough, it is fantastic. And then seeing, for me, it was more kind of seeing people within our community who could so much benefit from from this this type of coaching and knowing that it's, it's difficult to come across and just wanting them to kind of experience that and have have those levels of conversations and give them a, that space to be vulnerable and and have that, that conversation and have that breakthrough moment. It's I, fantastic. I, I kind of have a lot of um, almost inadvertent conversations with with people. Um, not, it's almost like not you don't mean to start falling into your coaching mm-hmm. um, narrative as you speak to people, but it's, <laughs> it's more when you give people a little bit of space to talk about something that's actually you know been hidden or illuminated them or or they, they want to, to self-improve on. And like I say, they, they find themselves just regurgitating all this want and internal desire out of nowhere. And what starts off as something relatively insignificant is an obvious, you know, big flashing beacon to me is to say, I think you've got something here that you, you could be working on that would actually change your life. Mm. for you uh, in in quite a fundamental way but then you see them quickly push it back down into the depths <laughs> of the gut and never yeah. be risen again because <laughs> yeah that, that, limit, that limiting belief kind of just gets in the way doesn't it just creeps back up in there and just wham no no I can't possibly do that I couldn't possibly do that yeah I know I see that so often so right so going for you know when, you know, I, I invited you on the show to, what the, well, the, my first thoughts was to invite you on the show to kind of have you on as a, as a guest. But because obviously we've known each other for such a long time and when we talk, we we, we kind of tan- go off on a tangent in so many directions. <laughs> and, and, you know, and I feel like we've got a good chemistry on things. So this is kind of why I wanted to, I, I wanted to in- invite you on as a, as a co-host more so than just, just a guest. So I figured today we would kind of get, let, you know, let listeners hear like what, what you're about and what you're going on but like going forward and going like coming on I'm kind of I'm segueing slowly as you can tell (laughs) slowly but um what I wanted to do is kind of have you and have your insight because obviously I've I've done a few more episodes before but I would Mm. like to get another view for somebody um who has a an, an, an alternative view of what I see what I did nice pun nice pun I did that an alternative uh, view to uh to, to how i view things you know and i i wanted to just kind of hear hear somebody else because you know i throughout throughout this i like to be able to yeah as much as you'd like to be able to teach i also want to be able to learn something and i feel like you know it doesn't matter who it is how far they on are on in their journey i believe there's so much that you can learn from people regardless so i wanted to get an, an, an alternative view on some of the things that i've kind of touched on um, well that today for me has been um one of the probably most exciting things about the opportunity to jump on uh, this podcast is is actually to want to learn, but also to be to be challenged. And I, I love enlightenment. I love hearing things of, out of different perspective. 
Um, I love the the realness of of having conversational uh, or having conversation around certain topics, and and equally yeah, hearing the same thing in a, in a different vein, and, and sometimes they just click. Like sometimes analogies work just better and mm-hmm. in, in in certain ways, and yeah, I'll, it, there's. I've listened to obviously um, a lot of your stuff, and um, I found myself literally shouting in my <laughs> AirPods, like, "Wait, hold on, what about this?" And mm. hmm, I feel this, and what do you think of that? And yeah, having an opportunity to be able to to, to do that, pick mm. subjects uh, apart, and yeah, just get into some nitty gritties um, is good. And and if at the end of it people can relate and, and latch on and want to ask questions uh, and add a, an extra dimension. That's yeah, of course. So much better. Yeah, I, I, need, I, need, I need some interaction from you guys out there as well. I need you to come in and, and you know, you let us know if we're, if, we're on the right, if we're on the right path. Are we, are we saying things that you resonate with? Or I also want to hear if you're like, nah, mate, you've got it wrong. I, I want to I I I be challenged on that. Yeah. But, while we're talking about past shows, something that I feel is something I, I don't, and if this goes on as long as I plan for it to go on, we will touch on this so many more times. But yeah. I want to go back to the, the, the comfort zone side of things. Mm. I want to, I want to talk about, I want to talk about that because right now, even, even this doing this is, is a step outside the comfort zone. Cause I'm, I'm not, I'm not an interviewer. I don't, I don't do this, you know, but it, it's, it's that kind of, being able to 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 ask the right questions that I believe that the listeners are going to want to hear, and it's nothing. Yeah. It's not something I've done before, and I don't know if I did it great or not. But what I did is I sat down here and I did it. Um, and for me, that was that was me stepping outside my comfort zone, and we see what happens. So <laughs> you know, well, you know what, like, that is, that for me is, um, and you, you probably got here in maybe a similar vein, but I I put the difference between confidence and courage mm. and you know having um i had uh, a lot of confidence um i suppose leading up to this uh this podcast and coaching uh and mm. you know having you know um having a belief in, in something but the, the the courage part i mean Okay, if you just take the, the definitions of, mm. of confidence and courage, like mm. I think uh, Google confidence and it will tell you um, it's the, the feeling or belief that one can have faith in or rely on someone or something. Mm. So it's, 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 a, it's a feeling um, or belief uh, of, of something. That's, that's what confidence is. But, but courage is the ability to do something that frightens you or frightens one's bravery and it's that mm. step like that is the the leap and and that's what takes people out of your comfort zones and and, and the more courage you can can have i believe the the stepping out of your comfort zone becomes more well, it becomes easier becomes more of a practice and, and you do realize that when you do step you don't fall crash and die mm. you just learn more than anything yeah, yeah. You experience, and you, you have yeah. an experience, and that's that's the, that's what I think. That's what life's all about. Is that you have it? It's all about experiences, and by staying within the in, in your comfort zone, you don't mm. really get a chance to experience anything. And and that's no, what I see. 
I see so many people doing is that, you know, they, they get that job and it pays the bills and I don't need to go anywhere else outside of this. Uh, I, I'm living, well, I'm, I'm alive. I'm sustaining, you know, I'm sustaining life. I'm, I've got everything I need. Everything I need to just to exist. In this bubble, if I continue to take these actions and yeah. not, you know, I don't need to go any further. I don't need to, you know, although that would be nice, I don't need to do that because, uh, well, yes, everything here is fine. I'm like, well, you want to do that. You want to step out. So you, you want to go and, you know, you want to go for that job. You, you want to... Um, we've actually um, grown or, or moved on in life is, is because we've stepped out of our comfort zone. We've done something that we haven't done before. We've exposed ourselves. And yes, we do love it, want a safe environment in which to do so, mm. so that we don't... <laughs> well, I think quite... Not quite a lot. Well, yes, quite a lot. The reason we probably don't is for not wanting to damage our egos and and thinking what what other people will think of our mistakes, our um, mm. our perceived failures, and mm. and equally being vulnerable in that sense to 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 being seen. To that, say before my personal um, one of my personal uh, traits is perfectionism. Mm. I I like to know the detail of everything down to a T um, in as even with when I'm um, working within construction and having a, a number of arguments with people. If I didn't know the slightest aspect within an argument, I would just go quiet and I would, I would walk away and I'd mm. do my research and I'd come back and then out of nowhere, I'd be the type of person who'd just be like, right, well, this is what happened. This is when it happened. And here's an email that says X, Y, and Z. And it mm. could have been a week later. The, the <laughs> argument's done. But I've got my fact, and now I'm really incompetent. Like that, 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 when my perfectionism took me, and mm. um, even in like my research after my, um, my surgery and knowing this is what I want to do, I remember thinking, I'm... You know, I've got myself back into this pattern of just, okay, I'm going to research this. I'm going to learn this. I'm going to um, read this. I'm going to watch this. I'm going to set, you know, content up. I'm going to want everything to be absolutely perfect. And it, I, I realized I had to, I had to leap. I had to jump when I wasn't ready to actually live the, the mantra of, to be able to grow, you need to, you need to have the courage to, to do something. Mm. It's outside of my comfort zone, and and so I, I'm launching the, uh, the the practice out of yeah from a place of almost fear that it won't be accepted by by others. Um, it was to you know, social circle who had no idea this is what I was going to be embarking on, mm. and I remember sending out that, um, that notification to to everyone. Yeah. And thinking, oh my word, what's going to happen? But then the outpour of support and the, the thumbs up and the well done and, you know, this is great. You know, it just, it, it just picked me up. I'm mm. sure if I'd had some negativity, it would have sucked a little bit, but it's the, it's the doing part, which is the, um, is, is the key to it. It's the, okay, it's all right to be vulnerable. I'm going to survive. So what if the mm. website doesn't work? <laughs> 
you know, A1. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's 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 exactly what it is. It's about kind of realizing that, oh, so everything I thought could have happened didn't happen. Or even even that what you did think would happen did happen, but it was nowhere near as bad as you'd imagine imagined yes. it. You know? Yeah. And and, and that's I, I've always I've always tried to I feel like when something is you, you, I, when 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 something is quite quite frightening like that, like stepping outside mm. of your comfort zone, I've always thought it best to um Change, change your, change the way you view it. Change your, your the way you feel about it. Change the way you, almost change the way you say things. With, with NLP, it's really important about the language that you use. Um, so I've always, instead of, um, instead of stepping outside of the comfort zone, and I think I said this in the in the last in the last podcast, um, instead of stepping outside, I've always looked at it as expanding it because what you're what you're what you're actually doing is well in, inside of that comfort zone you, you you're um you're comfortable with everything you've got going on there but yeah. you are the master of your zone inside of that yes you know? yeah. <laughs> if, it's a job, if it's a job you're doing like everything you know about that you are the master inside that zone but then to step outside of it you're stepping into areas where you are uncomfortable uncomfortable but if you view it in a sense of rather than stepping outside so leaving behind this comfortable space and going into an uncomfortable space you're expanding your comfortable space so you're just exactly trying right. to become comfortable in, in more situations <laughs> in different situations with with other with other situations and other things and i've always for me i've always looked at that as a as a, as a better way to view it because for now i'm like i'm still the master inside of this and now my mm. my my bubble is just getting bigger so yeah. i'm not stepping outside of my comfort zone i'm making my comfort zone bigger yeah so then other things inside of that zone that i was once uncomfortable with i'm now comfortable with and that's that's always because been something that's comfortable with this new experience like you want to get exactly. to the place of i'm com- i want to be comfortable being a a radio presenter i want to be comfortable in mm. you know this this new role of, of work that i'm doing like so it's uh everything starts with with, with practice like you we always have to do the first thing once and get it mm. done before it actually is going to become a level of mastery but it's, mm. it's it's the art of repetition to a degree and it's acceptance that we're not going to get it right first time every time as we exactly want it but if we've got the vision for what we want and we stick mm. at it with, with discipline then we, we get the out you know the rewards rewards will come and that's exactly yeah. it, and that, that's again going from that. That goes into a com- another another subject, as you know, speaking about um, you know fear of failure, because that's another reason why people don't like to step outside of their comfort zones, you know. And I feel like I'm jumping into a, a completely. <laughs> I'm jumping into yeah, another topic. No, no, it, but it's it's, also, it's all interlinked and it's all natural. Like, you know, the the fear of failure, you know, is dependent on. It's, it's, uh, yeah, you know, I don't get too deep on, on it now myself, but mm. you know. It, Ultimately, it's about our our interpretation and or the meaning that we we give to failure. If we mm. think failure in in something means the end of the world, then we're going to be less likely to interact with it. Whereas if we are not bothered if we fail, then you know we're more likely to undertake something. And it's, it's perceptions, and well, that's again that's another slight difference as well. But mm. how we perceive things. Yeah, it's about you know how you view that failure, or if you view it as failure at all. That's a, that's you know again, it's a, it's about reframing the way you speak to to yourself, and you know re you know changing the way in which you you um 
you view or, or, or look at that that particular thing. So if you yeah. look at it as when I don't, when that doesn't happen, I have failed. Then yes, that's it. It's over. It's failure. But if you if you look at it as in if that doesn't happen, then I can look at it to see why it didn't happen, and then we can change anything that can be changed and try again to see if it you know after removing those issues it might happen again yeah. and that's feedback that's learning you know and it's always about changing the way that you view you know you, you view that situation and it's you know changing it goes all the way back it's probably why I, I operate from that capable mindset thing just, just you know just having changing your mindset about how you view that problem you know can easily make your approach so much, yeah. you know, so much easier. You that, know what I mean? That's so true for so many things like perception and and how we how you choose to um, to reiterate something something simple as, as as your day. You ask anybody, hmm. you know, how was your day today? And they'll either tell you in either a positive or negative fashion. <laughs> yeah, positive or negative things that would have happened to them mm. but it's the one that they want to tell you is the story and the narrative that they want to tell you um, to invoke a feeling either of empathy or whatever um, mm. from you and yeah, I think you get it best with kids um, and, <laughs> and just listening to those conversations and like oh how was well you can't ask them how was your day or any one single word um, <laughs> answerable questions because you will just get that but if they've had a bad day it will be oh so and so did this and so and so did that all right mm. okay um did you laugh today uh, oh yeah yeah so and so did this and this and that and the other but it's you, you get both sides of the coin in most situations it's it's just are you are you awake to be able to to see the, the happy side or are you defining yourself by the the negative side or mm. what you're limiting yourself to to believing is is your truth yeah i suppose if we lead with negative is kind of how you're viewing how you're viewing the way things are going isn't it if you lead with big negative and never approach on positive it's it gives if anybody who's listening an understanding of where your where your head's at you know well, who is it um uh, I, I, I love a bit of Darren Brown. Um, <laughs> okay. he, he's, uh, I think yeah, all, all of his books, but he did this, this show um, and he did it on, on luck. Oops, um, sorry. And, and there was this one, this one um, scene that he set up. I can't remember which village it was, um, but ultimately he'd, he'd done some background research on, on people in this village, sent this questionnaire out um, mm. And fundamentally asked them if they believed that they were lucky or not, and mm. took um, the most people who thought they were the most lucky and people who thought that they were the most unlucky, mm. and he kind of forged a situation where they were invited to um, come and do this um, this interview, and um, it, it was only targeted at the, the top and bottom end of this scale of people that mm. had been interacted with. So. They set up this studio at the end of this alleyway um, and they specifically put um, a, a shiny 50 pound note on the floor, stuck mm. it to the, um, stuck it to the, the, co the cobbled stones, which you literally would have to step on to, to miss. Mm. And the, the, the irony of, of outcome 
of the people who were who thought that they were lucky, they all found this fifty pounds on the floor, and mm. everyone who believed that they were unlucky, and literally it. stepped on it, kicked it, and walked straight <laughs> past it. Wow. Now, whether that is, you know, subconsciously, people are thinking, mm, okay, uh, there, there may be something interesting on the floor here. Not, you know, their thoughts can't be around the, mm. the mindset of, oh, I'm going to find some money here because that's nothing to do with the situation. It's, it's, I think it was more about your mindset being open to opportunity and actually us, we, we see so much that we don't actually um, mm. consciously bring to the forefront of our mind. Otherwise, we'd be going crazy with all those thoughts having to digest them. So our mind sort of keeps you on track on what you need to kind of do. But we do see everything. And, and these people you know, probably had the thoughts of, well, I think that's 50 quid on the floor. I'm going to take a look down and see. Mm-hmm. Whereas... <laughs> You approach yeah, it with the, the possibility of there actually being 50 quid on the floor because you believe you could be that lucky to be in That's the vicinity of just on the floor. So yeah. that gives you the opportunity, it gives you the, the, the mindset to even look in the first place. Yeah. You know, Unlucky people just, then I, I would never find 50 pounds on the floor. So there's no point in me even looking. Mm. And, and that is. Well, as I that, say, that, isn't that, it? Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're absolutely start. right. If you think it's you can, you think start. you can't. It's, 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 it, and this is the thing, it's, like, it's allowing yourself to be open to the possibilities. So, you know, so, yeah. even go, so going almost right back to kind of where this, where this conversation started, it's allowing yourself to believe that you are capable of doing whatever it is that you think at first is uncomfortable. Mm. Makes that, that thing that less uncomfortable just kind of I'm, I am actually capable of, of of mastering this thing it might take yeah. a while but I'm prepared to give myself the opportunity so I'm gonna I'm gonna step into it and and it's you know and I think uh, with 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 um with coaching I think it's important there's so many people who kind of need that coaching nudge you know well, this, this is the idea I think for me, I just feel like a, a helper in that mm. process of, okay, this is, there, there are things that you can help. You realise that you are capable of doing mm. this. You are able to do so. Let's try and help you realise that. Because mm. we're no experts in every field uh, of whatever um, challenge or struggle that you are, you're facing, but sure know some some probing questions to be able to help you uncover what those answers are and what you really want out of the situation so mm. i think that's that, that that's our role yeah <laughs> helping definitely. people realize that they are capable of of, of anything that you set your mind to definitely and, uh, with, with some right encouragement giving people the space the freedom and space to be able to to articulate it definitely and and with that in mind um what i want to say is we we don't want to cover too much ground now otherwise we're going to do all of our episodes in one episode <laughs> and that's not the plan that's me done, we're, yeah, yeah, I'm done. we're going to bang out one 24-hour episode and see how 
how that goes. No, so, um, you know, as we, as we kind of draw to an end, um, do you want to kind of give people an idea what your social... I mean, you're going to be here next time anyway. So I'm going to be here and around. You're going to be here with us yeah. for a while, but you want to jump in, give people an idea where they can find you? Yes, yeah, yeah. So I'm on the, the web at alcoach, so that's alcoach.co.uk. Um, you'll find me on Instagram as al underscore coach and um, on Twitter with the same handle. Um, yeah, the, I've got uh, uh, a TikTok handle coming soon enough. Try and reach a uh, demographic as well. He's finally joined the TikTok community now. Well, yeah, I, I found myself on TikTok and I've probably been victim like most people to <laughs> four hours of endless strumming, realising how I <laughs> missed the day and and dinner. <laughs> I have to get exactly. in from, from doing yeah, some blink, work. Blink so. twice and it's dark outside. Like, what happened? Those four you pages are, are addictive. So. Mm. <laughs> yeah. But yes, like, get involved, reach out, email, messages uh, on on the website and or what would be even better is we get some some direct messages here like yeah fantastic you have conversations with people like we're here, we're here to help and or in, impart some of our own knowledge and and hear feedback definitely so you know as you hear guys you know get in contact if you want to ask us anything if you've got an idea of what topic we need to be talking about give us a shout if you're unhappy with what we've been saying, give us a shout. If you want to challenge what we're saying, give us a shout. I want to hear from you guys. I want to also hear about what you've got going on and how we might be able to help with any areas that you might be struggling with, any limiting beliefs. That's what we're here for. So get in contact. You know, If you want to come and join us over at capablemindset.com, that's kpablemindset.com. Or um, if, you have any, if you want to give us an email, that's info at capablemindset.com. Speak to you guys next week. Take care, guys.